0: emotional compass. And here with me is Abiel. And sitting next to me is Bodhi. One of these subjects that we find ourselves talking about the most is emotions in the workplace. Oh my God,
1: yes. We're both engineers, by the way. And uh, we, of course, have daytime jobs. Yep. And we deal with emotions
0: every day, all day long. Whether we know it or not, we're dealing with emotions. That's true.
1: And I can I can give an example. This is, of course, you know, happened a few years ago at a previous job, so I can openly talk about this now. No one's going to incriminate me. <laughs> Thank <that's> God. Right. <laughs> so I was responsible for this project. It was a project that I was championing.
0: And I needed this other person to do a bit of that project so that we could complete it. So it was a lot, of, a lot of information that needed to go into this that you couldn't accomplish by yourself.
1: Right. Well, I couldn't do the bit that this other person needed to do. Okay. You know?
0: It was not my
1: area of expertise. so I, you know, I mean, I could have, but it would have taken me like forever to do it. I see. So I did my portion of the job and then I handed it over to this person. And they just kept dragging their feet. And I got frustrated. I got frustrated because I feel accountable. I feel accountable for the deadline and if we miss the deadline, I feel accountable. And I hold myself accountable because I have a work ethic. You know, if I commit to something, I wanna deliver on it. And if I asked for your help to you know, help me deliver this thing and you're dragging your feet, of course
0: i'm going to feel responsible for that decision as well but i also know that a lot of different people work at different paces for instance there's some people that procrastinate they hold everything until the last minute and then this herculean effort comes out and the true genies in the bottle pops out and they get everything done in like a day so maybe this guy was a procrastinator Oh, he was definitely a procrastinator. (laughs) Absolutely. And it drove me up the wall.
1: And I mean, I'm not saying that I'm the most on time, most efficient person. But when a deadline's put in front of me, I start running. You know, I want to make sure that we hit that deadline as quickly as we can. And it was frustrating me. And so when I went back to him to ask him like, hey, you still haven't started on this. What's going on? I just wanted to get a status update. And it because I was frustrated, he thought I was angry. Your
0: emotions were shining through your words.
1: Oh, big time. (laughs) Big time. And I got written up for showing anger in the workplace. And I was like, well, I was showing emotions. I don't think, you know, it's not like I was yelling at the person or something, but I was visibly angry at this person. Frustrated, maybe? Yeah, I was very frustrated at this person. So, yeah, and, and I didn't know it at the time, but had I looked more into my frustration, I think it was out of helplessness. Because I could not do this person's job.
0: I just felt helpless. So that helplessness brought fear that you had to resolve somehow and... I would say through your frustration or your anger, you're able to gather enough strength to push it out and be able to communicate. Does that sound right? Or
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess the frustration led to anger. And the anger was basically like, hey, I'm not communicating exactly what my expectations are. I didn't know this at the time. yeah. But if I were in that situation today, and I have learned ever since... So I learned to communicate and, you know, as, you know, in, in, in psychology, they say like creating personal boundaries, right? Yeah. You create boundaries and you can also create boundaries by setting expectations and communicating those expectations and also explaining if those expectations are not meant, what are the
0: consequences? One of the, my favorite words at the workplace is to address the person and letting them know that a certain action is unacceptable. Right. Setting boundaries. Absolutely. So many times we're out there and we don't like the way other people are treating us. And in return, we'll make a face or we'll walk away. But we don't address that person. So we keep on accumulating. And it is my understanding that if we don't deal with something, it becomes unconscious. And all of a sudden, it starts shading how you perceive that person. Right. And I think
1: the biggest reason for frustration is because we don't set those boundaries. And when people cross these invisible boundaries, because we've never set these expectations, we get angry, we get upset. (laughs) But had we communicated that, hey, you know what, this is my boundary, this is not acceptable to me. And if you cross that, you will be upsetting me. Have we to communicate that? It would be such a better world, right? So
0: good. There's this saying that my father used to say, en guerra avisada no muere gente. ¿Qué significa? What does that mean? (laughs) You responded back in Spanish. I love it. Well, (laughs) what it means is if, if you warn the party that you're about to have a war, then the war itself will never manifest. Meaning, if you set your boundaries, if you set that expectation with that other person, then that person more than likely is never going to cross that boundary to create the war. Right. If it's invisible, which means you've never communicated that, then of course, you know, there's
1: going to be all kinds of problems. But if it's a visible boundary, which means you have communicated then if they do cross it, then you have all the right to be upset.
0: Or all the right to reiterate that boundary and then take measures if that employees not respecting those boundaries right and this goes for relations too right All i mean time. we don't want to go into that
1: but it goes to you can talk about any kind of relation and setting boundaries
0: for sure especially in relationships relationships are well relationships are just a definition that we give but we have relationships with our coworkers we have relationships with our loved ones. We have relationships with ourselves. Absolutely. So how awesome is it for us to give boundaries to ourselves about our own relationships? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so basically what we're trying to say is that set your boundaries, communicate your expectations, and make sure that you know, you're not li- leaving anything up for interpretation,
0: that's very important. People out there are not psychics. And we can't expect them to read our minds. And the way you sh- show your expressions emotionally through your face, we can't expect others to read it and comprehend that. So it's so important for us to set those boundaries, for us to become aware of our emotions and our feelings. And then the moment that we're feeling a certain way, instead of acting upon it we should stop for a second and realize where that's coming from right i was just going to say like
1: what if you're you're in a situation where you never got the opportunity to communicate you know to set those boundaries or communicate your expectations and a situation came up where you did get upset then what do you do
0: wow you're you're putting that person in a rough spot right that's where self-worth comes into play. There was this this article I read that people will not allow others to treat them worse than they treat themselves. Wow. So, if if you have low self-esteem, if you have all that negative self-talk, if you're very toxic to yourself and you find that people out there are mistreating you, is because you're not setting that boundary. You're not Setting that boundary with yourself of what is and what is not acceptable. Right.
1: But also I feel like if you end up in a situation where you are upset, like I was in this previous job, I didn't know how to cope with that. You know, Because Mm -hmm. the only thing I knew was just to walk away from the situation, which is one coping mechanism, of course. But if you truly want to understand what to do in the moment is check yourself. You know, check yourself before you wreck yourself, like they say, but check your emotional state and ask yourself, why are you feeling the way you're feeling? Really dig deep down inside. Now that I look back in ret- retrospect, I was feeling helpless. Helplessness. You know, But like, if you are feeling angry at a coworker, before you talk to them, or before you go to a manager or a supervisor, talk to yourself feel your emotions and feel dig deep down inside and figure out where that emotional state is arising from
0: more so than that a lot of the times a walk would be a good thing to take some space to move around emotions themselves there's this amazing book that Bodhi and I have discussed a few a few years back and we still talk about it it's called um, the sedona method but he'll do- I think I, I pronounced that correctly. I think so too. Yeah. And they talk about um, a pencil, right? Holding that pencil in your hand and having the free will to let go of the pencil or to hold on to that pencil. Mm. So through this through this book, it came clear that just like a pencil, that's that's your emotions as well. It's like the pencil. We could choose to hold on to that emotion. Or we could choose to let go of the emotion. Right. And one of the laws that really struck with me that I I couldn't get for the longest time is that whatever it is that you resist will persist. Right. So the wanting to let go of the emotion is not going to allow you to let go of the emotion. It's going to make that emotion stick around. So one of the most important things is to create space, to have that ability to sit with your emotion and just to feel that emotion. right? Distance yourself
1: from the trigger that triggered that emotion in the first place. And then you can sit with it. And then choose to let it go. Because I believe the Sedona Method also asks you two very important questions. Are you willing to let this go? And if not now, then when?
0: Yeah. A lot of the times just asking yourself if you're, if you're willing to let go of that specific emotion opens up it opens it all up it's like popping a a bottle of wine and allowing it to air out so you eventually you could enjoy the wine but the emotion itself you ask yourself if not now when are you willing to let it go and that one's the kicker too that one's pretty good that that question gets me every time every time because i've i've
1: told myself you know what i'll let go of it in a day Sometimes that emotion stays with me for weeks. I've even told myself, like, oh, I'll let go of it in a few months. But you know what? The minute I make that decision, I'm more willing to let go of it.
0: Yeah, it feels like you have a choice, which makes it okay for you to let it go. Right, exactly.
1: So I think this has been a great exploration into emotions in the workplace and it's about time to wrap up this episode. So do you want to like summarize?
0: Yeah. So if you're out there and you're struggling with a coworker or with a boss, realize that you have a choice that we are lucky enough to be in a place where we do have a job. And it's not to say that it is acceptable. I know there are certain circumstances out there that are unacceptable, but Within your workplace, realize that your emotions are there to help you, not not to to hurt you, and that they're just tools. So, yes, let go of your emotion, but also address the problem. Because if you're not addressing the problem, then you're going to create resentment. Right. And even before you get to
1: the point where you're upset about something, make sure that you communicate. You know, you set your personal
0: boundaries and you communicate your expectations. So, communicate Communicate, communicate this is so important, not only with your coworkers, but with yourself and how you're feeling. Yes. So
1: we hope you got
0: something out of this
1: episode. And like always, subscribe, comment. We're always looking for feedback and uh, look out for the next episode, where we will talk about
0: something more interesting and more related to the emotions. And if you have any other stories that you like to share with us, leave them in the comments. We love to uh, see how you get out of your own bind with a crazy emotion or a crazy work experience. And just know that we're here. We're, we care, and we really love to help you out and to have a chat, if possible.